The music of the accordion rings in the metro of the French capital as tired Parisians come home from work one afternoon. These melodies we consider to be traditional. They're popularized by artists like Edith Piaf and Aznavour, and they're an unavoidable part of the Parisian subway experience. Romantic as it might be, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone here who would say it's the default music of Paris. On today's episode, our music reporter Tatiana Sorova will explain how the accordion became the musical ambassador of Paris, and maybe why it's time for a change. This is Myth of Paris. I'm Keely Sullivan. But first, let me close my eyes and enjoy the melancholia of this instrument for a couple more moments. The accordion came to Paris in the early 19th century with the wave of immigrants from the Auvergne region in the centre of France. The Auvergne started to organise folk balls, which took place in the Montmartre and Bastille districts. At this guinguette, that was the name given to the popular celebrations, dances were accompanied by accordion music, and almost a century later, the Italians who came to France also brought their own accordions to the capital, cementing this bulky instrument's legacy as a fixture of Paris. Now that this traveling time is over, I find myself back in the metro, watching the traveling accordion player. His audience, however, isn't paying much attention to him. And when the musician passes through the wagons, hoping to get a corner or two, or even a smile to reward his efforts, most pretend to read a book and ignore him. What strikes me is the diversity of music styles we can see in the Parisian metro. It's not just accordions. A Russian orchestra plays in the hall of Châtelet Station, Paris' largest metro hub. But if you cross the endless corridors at Concorde, you will hear the sounds of pop music. One of those musicians is Johan. He is a 50-year-old Romanian player. Johan agreed to tell me why he decided to play accordion in Paris. Because my family is here. 
Mă ofer travai si, mă jesc de travai, mă pat de pancor, e jatan, cursat. Behind his mask and the noise of the passing trains, Yuan confesses he considers France as his second country and loves Paris specifically. As he didn't go to any musical school back in Romania, Yuan learned to play the accordion by himself, and today he is proud of the diversity of his repertoire. When asked what kind of music he can play, he responds. De vals, de tango, de tule music. But despite appearances, it's not that easy to get to play there. Every year, a special contest is organized by the association Musiciens du Métro for amateur musicians. Members of the jury choose the artist who will have the right to perform in green and white wagons. This tradition started in 1997 and allowed over 3,000 musicians to be listened to by thousands of passengers. And although it can be challenging to play in the constantly crowded trains being interrupted by the sound of closing doors, according to the organizers, the Parisian Metro is one of the biggest stages of the world. But beyond the musicians of the Metro, Paris has inspired many singers and poets, from Apollinaire glorifying the Seine in Sous le Pont Mirabeau, to Joe Dassin, amazed by the atmosphere of the Champs-Élysées. But I can promise you, Ask any Parisian what they are listening to, and almost guaranteed it's not any of this. It's now some cliché, right? I feel there is this cliché of uh, the accordion in Paris and the subway and everything. I think maybe it's something French, because I know that in my place, and near Geneva, but in France, we have a lot of things like this. When you go to Montmartre, for instance, it's very cliché, but you have a lot of musicians coming there because they know they will be welcome. But again, I feel like maybe the music is something in Paris, but I mean, like if you go to London, for instance, you also have a lot of people performing like in Covent Garden and stuff. That was Thais, a 22 years old French student currently living in Paris. In terms of musical taste, Thais describes herself as eclectic. She enjoys K-pop, rock and roll, and many other styles. But when asked if she likes to listen to accordion music, Thais responds. No, no, <laughs> I don't, but I know that I'm, I'm the kind of person that if I'm walking on the subway and I'm listening to my music and I see someone is performing, I will put down my earphones and just listen to the music. And, and because I think it's live music is something that like put joy in the subway or in the streets or in. Although the accordion seems to be an undeniable feature of Paris, these live performances remind Thais of another place, 
where she has felt almost like in the French capital. I know that there is a city where you can see a lot of live performance and music live performance in South Korea, in, in Seoul. In Seoul, you have like a lot of people uh, in Hongdae, uh, mostly, it's a suburb of Seoul, that will sing and dance in, in the streets and people will cheer. And there are like um, dedicated also spaces in Hongdae when you, you'll know that people will dance or do like sing cover or dance cover. And that's why when I went to uh, Seoul la last uh, year, I felt like I was missing Paris. And frankly, in Hongdae, I felt like it was a little bit like Paris because of these street performers everywhere and they will sing and dance and voila. Every year in June, Thais, like hundreds of other Parisians, goes to La Fête de la Musique, or the Paris Music Night. This event, created in 1982, has become a tradition since then, celebrating Parisian music in all its diversity. Gathering all the generations, it represents the opportunity for both professional and amateur musicians to show their talent directly in the streets of the capital all night long. Thais made it clear that live music is a major component of Paris' identity and forms an intrinsic part of its romanticism. But it would be simply unfair to reduce all the Parisian music to that. The Paris Opera, the famous Philharmonie, and finally the Olympia Concert Hall are also part of the capital's musical landscape and usually gather crowds of music lovers. Now that we have met those who perpetuate musical traditions in the Parisian metro, let's dive into the universe of French trap music. In fact, rap and hip-hop are among the most popular in French musical trends. The French hip-hop star Ayana Kamura has become the country's most listened to singer on Spotify. So we interviewed a musician named Iceberg, comes from the northern suburb of Paris. Iceberg started to play music when he was only 10 years old, but his passion became his profession only two years ago. Iceberg started to make a name with his song Toi et moi, released in October 2018, and then he joined a Parisian record company named Justin Records. Iceberg defines his music style as urban pop. In his songs, he talks about life, about streets, and about love. He finds inspiration in every moment of his life, 
but also in his dreams. When he was young, Iceberg listened to American music. His icons were Eminem and 50 Cents. But when he grew up, he turned towards Maître Gims and Section d'Assaut, legendary French hip-hop and rap groups. Although rap music is usually seen as a way to challenge our notion of societal and political norms, Iceberg does not intend to convey a political message in his songs. He rather explores human nature. When asked why he plays music, Iceberg responds briefly. This colloquial French expression, widely used among youngsters, means to keep my mother safe, or, in other words, to satisfy the needs of the family. The work of Iceberg greatly differs from the accordion music I heard in the metro. It embodies all the musical diversity we can find in the French capital and certainly not limited to cliché songs by Aznavour and Edith Piaf. I am Tatiana Serova and this is The Myth of Paris. 